Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? You know, I'm okay. My skin is going through it right Probably, now. Isn't it always? I mean, I mean, bars. I mean, <laughs> I, so... It mean I think it means the product is working, but like it's per like my skin is purging like crazy. Well, I don't know. I'd be careful so maybe about it's that. not working. I've, I've thought that and then just been like, no, I think I might be allergic to this. <laughs> no. I spent so much time last night like looking up like what's the difference between like a reaction versus a purge. Like, it well, you need to go thing. to a dermatologist. I should. I've never gone because I think mostly. Like, I don't think most over-the-counter products are supposed to be bringing things forth. That's, like, what dermatologists do. Like, they've got that good shit. Oh. <laughs> That's, you know. Like, in I, my I experience, mean, most over-the-counter stuff is for maintenance. Oh, this is, like, heavy-duty. Like, my skin, I have pimples. Again, I think then you need to be concerned about that. And, like, you need to go... <laughs> well, I do have really sensitive skin, Right, so I think you might be having mm-hmm. a reaction to it. I think you're. I think you might be right. Like most things that pull things forth are like chemical, unless it is a like over the. It's a chemical peel. exfoliator. Well, that's no. I mean, who isn't doing those? But I think this one's like intense. Where did you get it? CVS, Amazon. Yeah, so no, you but need it's to go moon see a juice. It's moon juice. It's called acid potion. You need to make a dermatologist appointment just in general, and that's a call to you and everyone listening. Unless Do you've I? never put anything on your skin before, then you're good. Like Brian? Yeah, but if you've started, <laughs> you need to like be seeing a dermy at least two to three times a year. Okay. If you have good insurance. I don't know. Maybe if this maybe is a real I, one person. I gotta take a look. Yeah. You know, it is my one year at Betches today. I have great insurance, so you know. I, I know, you love to flex that. I go to Hopkins, one of the greatest inst- medical institutions in the world, and just go floor to floor. Just floor to floor. And just seeing, have and, and basically just say, docs. have at me. Yeah. And they're like, sir, you were here three weeks ago. There's not much else we can do about your skin. It's like, well, well yeah, I mean, it's just like. What else you got back there? Anything I experimental? So much, I got so much texture. Like, it's. No, you got um, professional help is always needed in all areas of life. Therapy. Yeah. Skin. We're not making our own cocktails at home anymore post-pandy. Like, let's get the work going out. Like, let's... Let's... Um, get people who know what they're doing. What is the term I'm looking for? Let's outsource. Outsource. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs. Absolutely. No one knows what you're talking about because we weren't recording <laughs> then, but... I know. <laughs> I just said it for me. All right. Um, How are you? Well, yeah, I'm fine. You know, busy morning. Not a little bit of work, but not too much going on. Sort of a somber gray day here, which is nice. Yeah, you guys, I feel like, have been hit with heat now. Well, this coast has been hot as hell. <laughs> it's been hell. But this week, the heat is really broken. Since, like, last Friday. Last Friday was really beautiful. And That's good. It's, like, sunny, but not too hot. I spent the day by the water with a friend, which was wonderful. Um, ate some oysters, you know, everything I want out of life. Mm-hmm. So not much going on, and, you know, we're not going to keep you guys too long up top because we did it. We're done. We've made it. We finished 11 weeks of this experiment mm-hmm. called In Just Like That Season 2. Mm-hmm. And wow, 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 wow. What a ride. 
It's what been a. I can barely sleep on Wednesday nights because I know that this is coming. <laughs> it's like the I... killer is outside my window just waiting, <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, here he comes. I know you can like hear the knife like on the glass outside. Yeah. And then 3 a.m. hits and my body just wakes up like that Haim song. Like, like, I gotta watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy that it's the first thing I look at in the morning. Well, the first thing I got my eyes on this morning was last night's Real Housewives of Orange County, which was one of the strangest episodes of television I've ever seen. I can't wait to watch. I haven't seen it. Half of the episode takes place in, like, um, Video Village with the producers. A lot of fourth wall breaking? At every scene. What? And if you're not watching that, you're hysterically crying at what's going on with Jen and Emily. So, like, I was going forth between, like, thrilling producer footage and, like, shaky because they can't hold the cameras too close because the women are like, keep the camera off me! And by women, (laughs) I mean Shannon. (laughs) Yeah. Shannon and all her personalities. And then it's like you're hysterically crying about Jen's personal story and Emily's. It's like this episode contained a lot. Wow, I can't wait to see. It was wild. I, I love like, OC this season. Yeah, and I think when I said reality TV was dead, I just meant they failed to air an episode of OC last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Roni was not enough. And although, mm-hmm. did you see that mid-season trailer? Now, I don't like that we're mid-season. I don't feel safe. No, I can't so believe we're mid-season. only 14 episodes? Because we're on episode seven. Which, yeah. by the way, that's fine with me, actually. Less is better. It's just shocking. But I was like, mid-season? Yeah. It, it did deliver, that mid-season trailer. Oh, my God. Did it ever. I, Sai looks like she's I told you. turning it up. I literally told you. <laughs> you literally <laughs> this did. This show is going to break a Sagittarius into just madness. When she mm-hmm. was screaming, I was like, yep. And it was truly like, yeah, she said it off. I told you it was going to be something. Someone's going to say something fairly innocuous. Yeah. <laughs> and she was going to lose her goddamn mind. <laughs> And that she's, it appears she did, you know? Uba looks like she's going to, like, Rip literally apart. kill Aaron. I know. I'm like, Uba? But again, you go on their Instagrams and they're like, love you, girl. I'm like, no, stop no. it. Stop telling us you've all made up. I don't need that. No, because also it's like, sweetie, once that reunion hits, I you're think, not going to be friends. I think you are really underestimating that they sadly went the pendulum swung the other way too far which is they went from too insane yeah to too sane hmm, that's and a we problem. need and so season two of this I, I i love that i also believe this is season one of a show what season of roni is this actually 700 14 <laughs> so season 15 they mm-hmm. need to introduce someone who's really unbalanced yeah like someone unkind unkind unbalanced and unwilling to like follow the rules <laughs> just like rip them all apart yeah but i liked what i saw in that trailer i did too Again, and i Jenna said just bumbling around like an idiot like get her out of here well i think they like come for jenna a little bit good somebody it needs appears. to but even then she just sort of looked like with her eyes askew askance like She's i don't like, know what you don't on. think i would be okay with flying coach and they're all like don't. no i no. don't and you didn't because you did not fly coach here with us right like, that would have been my response like well, you didn't. Right. <laughs> and by the way, now I say this as someone who primarily flies coach, but if first mm-hmm. class is available to me and is at the right discount, I'm not going behind that curtain. No. 
And I will push past the curtain when it's closed and, like, use that other bathroom and try to get, like, cookies going for myself, even though I don't like sweets. Yeah. <laughs> and for the most part, most flight attendants are like, just take it and go back to your seat. They're like, please just take these fucking just dry cookies. Just take the cookies. free fucking free chips that cost $9.99. And there's only, like, five in the bag. Yeah. One time I've asked for two bags. Oh, if I'm on a Southwest flight, the amount of those little bags of shit that I don't even like... I'm stowing away for because I don't like feel safe unless I have like ten. Yeah. Like if I don't have fifteen free snacks on a plane, I'm like I I I can't like get comfortable. No, I know. Then I get home and throw them all away. Throw them yeah. in the trash. God, I love an airport. I I love I love an airport. I hate an airplane. Love an airport. Mm-hmm. Airplanes are disgusting. And like unsafe, in my opinion. I mean, I've never been in a. Oh, I mean, as you and I discussed, we don't know how things work, and I just don't get how planes get off the ground. (laughs) Well, it just seems like we're tempting fate. Like, if we weren't, if I wasn't born with wings or the capacity to fly, am I supposed to be up here? Probably not. Like, maybe we're all supposed to stay put. Like, we're attempting, like, something we shouldn't be touching. It's like, boats I'm Mm. okay with. It's like, yeah, humans can swim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But humans can't fly. But we are not, are we supposed to be able to get to places We're not winged creatures. No. Mm-mm. So when we get up there, I get, but then I'm usually, you know, feeling good because of the time I've spent in the airport. Yeah. No one loves an airport drink at like 7 a.m. more than me. I've never, did you know I've never had a drink at an airport? That's, what are you doing there? I mean, you get drunk and then you go I to just, a Hudson I have News. this huge fear of like getting a massive headache on the plane. Never happens. And you know, if you drink at certain airports and I've got a down. I've gone to the gate and said to the gate attendant, simply text me. (laughs) They'll be like, what? And I'm like, shoot me a text when, shoot me a text when we're boarding. (laughs) Shoot me a text. I can't be checking that little app every five seconds. Well, the worst is like when you, when it's not refreshing and you're like, yeah, I've looked down and then seen that text from a gate attendant, like, hey, this is Chrissy. Um, your flight's boarding in 10. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there in seven. You're such a terror. And then I'll like wave at her from another bar closer. And she's like, you've got three minutes. Yeah, like we need to wrap this up. And I'm like, I don't want to be on that plane one minute sooner than I need to be. Yeah. My goal is to just like one day walk right onto the tarmac. and Oh, my just God. Just be like so late, but like I've paid enough to just like they got to get me on. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know that you can pay for that. You've got to be like famous. Well, we do have this podcast. I don't know if we've reached the level <laughs> of tarmac success. Yeah. Not now, yet. so many of you listeners are new and joined us for In Just Like That. And um, I don't know. I've heard some notes of people like, oh, I'm going back to season one. And to that, I say apologies. On shortcomings? Yeah. They're like, oh, I started listening for In Just Like That. But now I'm going back to season one. And I'm always like, oh. No, you but guys. But it's not like that we knew. It's not like that we know what we're doing now, and we didn't then. No, but things were different. We had different editor. We were new to this. It was a different time. We were recording on windowsills, cardboard boxes. The, My the mic sound was across the be, room. Yeah, like, <laughs> things were different. Yeah. Although I listened to a little of an old episode, and then I, I was like, oh, the sound, it was pretty good. Chris, well, let's be real. We don't know. 
The sound you the other day you said you couldn't hear me. And it's because your iPhones weren't plugged. In. No, but what I mean is, is it sounded like the episodes do now. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, this does not sound that bad to me. I don't know, like oh. how I don't know what this eight hundred dollar mic we had. To well, buy, remember, like, doing. remember how many like lawnmowers? I didn't hear sirens. A I, you think those aren't in the episodes now? Clubs, not as much as it was. <laughs> no, before, they are, Chris. sweetie. Really? Yeah, that a few, not a few weeks ago we heard a lawnmower for the entire episode from you. Yeah, in, they were really doing a lot outside my I window. Was like, in, it was for, so rude for an hour and ten. Yeah, it was just oops. I, I was like, not <laughs> ten weeks ago. So you know, we're no better than we are now. I think you're really trying to gussy us up. I, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> just go back and listen. It's as chaotic and unsense nonsensical as we are now. But I, what I mean to say by all of that is, is that I hope all of you new listeners will continue on with us as we return to the loving arms of season six. So next week, we are plunging right back in to season six. We covered Lights, episode Camera, five. Relationship, mm-hmm. I believe, episode five. It's that faded, we're going to Brooklyn for Smith's play, Burger's Prada shirt episode. Yeah. And wow, wow, wow. We had a time. It was it was honestly emotional coming back yeah so you know i know we're gonna lose some of you but if some of you want to stick around that'd be great it'd be great and if you leave we'll see you in a year well we who knows when season three who knows like that. could be 15 years from now with these writers with this strike and could be five years from now i can't we'll see it could never it honestly could also not happen i could see in like two weeks it's like actually we've changed our minds yeah like jk like max is will it even i feel like exist? it's gonna go bankrupt uh, the movie movie pass style. <laughs> Although they're still charging me, it's like proactive. Movie like, pass? Yeah, I get a charge. You know, every, like eight every six weeks, I get a charge for like ten dollars. Sometimes it's fifteen. Sometimes it's two dollars. You know who doesn't stop charging is Class Pass. What the hell is and that? Like, oh, you that gym thing. Fucking like no. cancel it. It's like impossible. Oh, that and Fabletics. You, you want to know what you can't cancel? Proactive. Serious XM. Oh, it's literally impossible. <laughs> like, I they're like you have to call this number between eleven fifty nine and twelve o two. If you reach someone during that time period, we will consider canceling your subscription. This was all in writing when you signed up. <laughs> it's crazy, and I, I don't. I don't think it should be that hard. But each cancel. week they're like, um, "Would you like to add on Howard Stern's channel?" And I'm like, "Fuck it, sure." Would like, you like to add on the Yacht Rock channel? I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, I am paying more for this than I do anything else. And I yeah. rarely click on that app. But you can't get out. And I appreciate it. Whereas I feel like Netflix, I could just speak out into the world and say, please cancel. Actually, I shouldn't say it too loudly. Yeah, it might just do <laughs> it. just be like, whatevs. We're good. <laughs> we. What's going on with Netflix? Chris, 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 Chris. Chris. I don't know. I feel like I... I'm never clicking into that app anymore. The only and when thing I am, I it's just to watch Gilmore Girls Gilmore and Grey's Girls. Anatomy. <laughs> yes. What's going on with their original programming? It, are they still doing original programming? Heartstoppers or whatever the fuck that show is. Heartstoppers. Everyone won't stop talking about. Yeah. Um, Was Red, Stoppers. White, and Royal Blue on that or Amazon? Amazon. Okay. So. Yeah, Netflix is kind of down bad, and they keep like upping their you know it's like every six months they're charging me three more dollars and they're like uh, they're blocking like family sharing it's like sweetie you're not putting out content like you used to anymore okay i guess i liked the mindy kaling show 
Mindy Project? No, what was it? Oh, called? never have I ever. Yeah, but that's over. To all the boys you really liked, but that's over. But that was a hundred years, years ago, ago, and I didn't even watch the second and third movies because I don't think Ron there was Con- a third. I, there are three books in the series. I think there were three movies. I think there's three. I just don't think rom coms need sequels. Like I leave those characters where they were. Mm. Like I don't need to check back in with Joe, Cal- Joe and Kathleen. Like let's. They're, they're good in that park where I left them with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So no, I guess The Crown, is that their big show? Yeah. And we love it, but it's just like, yikes, that's even in the That's it? I don't know what's going on with streaming. What? Yeah. Like who? We sound like old. We're like, we don't know what's going on with streaming. (laughs) I'm just sort of like, what's, where is all the, where is like, why aren't, why isn't T? Where's the content? I, and this isn't the writer's strike because it hasn't been going on long enough. No, I'm this has like, like, been the a big, steady decline. What's the big flagship show for all of these like platforms? Like, what is Amazon's biggest show? We know Max's biggest show isn't just like oh. that. Oh my God, there's a wasp in here. All right, well, keep it together. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, there's a bee. Well, do you want to? What do you want me to do about that? Nothing. It just hit my headphones. Is it? Chris. Is your window open? No. <laughs> oh my god. All right, and we are back after Sam's wasp incident. They have been dealt with kindly and gently, and we're free to get back on Mike. I, I gotta tell you, not gently. Well, I don't think we want murdered. Open. Well, we love animals um, and insects. Are insects an animal? I yeah. can't get into this. I, I think I would imagine they fall under like marsupials. Insects. Remember when They're Carlton tried to kill? <laughs> Remember when Kyle killed the bee and like Carlton cried at the picnic? Beverly Hills. Oh, I was like, who are you? The talking witch, about? Carlton, the Wiccan. I was like, I've never heard of either of those characters on Sex in the City, but okay. <laughs> um. So you know, we did our plea. We hope that any of our new Listen, I was going to say fans, but maybe you all hate this. And, you know, several people do hate listen, you know. And we've heard from you all. <laughs> yeah. So if you would like to join us in season six, we really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support the podcast and our continual efforts to follow the antics of these terrible women, you can join us over on patreon.com slash shortcomings podcast. We have various tiers. We do a monthly Zoom call. We have a weekly little write-up newsletter. You get bonus episodes. Merch is coming. Merch is coming. Although I don't think that'll only be available to patrons. Seems like we wouldn't want to... Maybe they get a discount? Yeah. Okay, because I feel like we don't want to, you know, close that window. Right. <laughs> We'd like to, I don't know if you We'd know like how everyone. selling things work, but um, you want yeah. the widest swath of a consumer right. base. But yeah, maybe a little... Maybe discount a little discount, or maybe like early drops. I don't know how many drops there'll be. This is an Ivy Park. <laughs> you never know. Well, it's taken you about seven months to do one drop, and I haven't seen it yet, so we'll see. Well, they're in the store. I just have to like promote, click like publish for basically. sale. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how long it takes her to press that button. She's got a lot of money sitting over there on her own personal shop, Brian, and I think <laughs> she's cashed out on. No. Um, but no, Patreon's great. And for the bonus episodes, you know, we're doing weekly recaps of the new Roni. 
we dive into old shows. Some people are calling for us to cover more um, girls. Others mm. are calling for us to cover Scandal. And by others, I mean Grace. Yeah, oof. She, I'm like, I don't think Sam has ever seen the entirety of Scandal. So you just want Mm-mm. us to jump into like a random episode? Yeah, I stopped watching when Olivia was like um, held hostage. Well, it's season four. You only had two more, I think. Two, three more. Oh, really? Yeah, Scandal only, I think, ran for six or seven seasons. And I think she gets kidnapped oh. in four. Okay. <laughs> okay. And nothing else is wild. Well, I guess she does basically take over the government and form a shadow government. (laughs) (laughs) In season six. Uh, So things were afoot in the mist (laughs) in in Shondaland's DC. Yeah. Although now it's like I'm looking back on whatever Pope and Associates were up to fondly, and I wish they'd take down Trump. Oh, we're getting that mugshot today. Although I guess actually they did have a Trump-esque character that was played by that Mitchell Huntsberger guy. Mm. that was dark he is very trump looking it's just like he came in and it was like god is trump got to be on everything Ugh. it's sort of like did no not to invoke the name of a terrible woman and in fact i'm not gonna invoke her name the woman who wrote the harry potter books mm. you mm-hmm. know those follow-up movies that are about um eddie redmayne the wild beasts or something yeah. did you know that the third one is about donald trump Excuse me? Like, I went to see it in New York. Like, I had nothing to do that morning. I arrived in New York and was like, it's so hot or something. I don't know why I went, but I was just like, I'll just go to the movies and watch this. For that movie to be about a stolen election and the insurrection. (laughs) What? I was like, what is happening? We yeah. don't need to, we, no. And this is obviously no. this takes place Art in a doesn't different need country. to imitate life. This is taking place in a different country in the past and in a magical world. We really don't need to use Trump as our inspiration. No. No. <laughs> no. That's upsetting. So to just see it, I was like, oh my God, he's everywhere. 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 Um, so that's the thrilling kind of content you get over on Patreon. Maybe we'll cover, you know, what a I don't think it's called honestly, Wildest Beasts. What is it? Big Beasts. Fantasy Beasts? Magic magical Beasts. Beasts? I think it's called Magical Beasts and and where they were? Beasts. Um, Fantastic beasts. That's fan- what it okay, is. we weren't that far off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> magical like, beasts. No, not magical beasts. It's like fantastic beasts and how to find them. Mm, okay. A lot of searching for animals in that. A lot of animal work in this episode. Uh, There's a lot of animal work in almost every episode. And I watched something with some animals last night, and I was like, "What's going on?" But it what was one of those—I don't know. I was up at two and just turned something on. It was—I don't. It was probably like a YouTube video about animals. Yeah. By way of like an old clip of the View, Pizza Rat. <laughs> I don't know. Pizza Rat. Of course, we want to thank our iconic shorties: Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina, Kimberly, Kate, Ainsley, Jenny, Laurie, Charlotte, Dana, Laura Lee, Laura, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Kristen, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Alexandra, Justine, Gracie, Sky, and Taylor for making the biggest commitment one can mm-hmm. and being an iconic shorty. We appreciate it. Should we get into this episode? Please. I kind of forgot that we were going to talk about the finale. We've so I've much sort of as- forgotten what happened, because I have to say, I've never taken less notes. Less notes? Wow, you really... There was nothing to write. Yeah, you... Wow. But, and okay. I, I will show you for There Goes the Neighborhood, page and a half. <laughs> 
This one? I was like, what is there? The Last Supper Part 2. Yeah, so we are covering, and just like that, Season 2, Episode 11, The Mm -hmm. Last Supper Part 2, colon, Entree. Now, typically we begin with a little episode synopsis that carries us through, but look at that little pun there, all of the various characters. But this one, there wasn't a really way to break it all down. So Mm -hmm. basically in this episode, Carrie's gathered her closest friends to say goodbye to that apartment, and then they all sort of face sort of what they want to say goodbye to existentially. Yeah. So what did you think of this overall, before we dig into sort of the nitty-gritty? Did you like this as a finale? How does it rank in the 11 episodes of In Just Like That? Um, I gotta be honest, they got me. They pulled really? me right back in. Oh, yeah. it washed over me like a real horse bath. Oh, see, I felt emotional. There was a moment in this episode we'll get to. I, Chris, I had to wipe tears. Maybe I was out of tears because I'd cried them all watching the Real Housewives of Orange County. I was like, my eyes are dry as hell. I, I think your emotional well this. was dry. When I, when I saw certain things in this episode, I had to put drops in my eyes. <laughs> I had to reach for Visine because I was emptied out like a purse. Like a like an old purse. <sighs> like Aiden's body, that oh, rusty well, old purse. When I said, you know... That leathery uh, old Chanel bag that's been left out in the What did he call Country Lurch. Country Lurch. I saw a lot of his thigh at one point, and I almost threw up. I saw a hard nipple, and I wanted to throw my computer I was like, the where's room. the intimacy coordinator? Somebody should have said no to this, on our <laughs> sake. I don't mean and that they didn't you, feel safe. I didn't, watching uh, them yeah. roll around. Like I didn't like that. Ham hocks. Now, I have to tell you, Sarah Jessica Parker, gorgeous this episode. From above the neck, she has never looked better. But what they are putting this woman in... Oh, okay. ...is yeah. so upsetting. Those a, leggings. The beauty above the neck in terms oh. of the hair, the makeup, her face. I think she must... Talk about somebody who's seen a dermy. Wow. I think she's at weekly appointments. She she's must glowing. be. She's radiant. Or she's got quite a filter on, and I might have to reach but out to MPK. it doesn't feel... But sometimes it doesn't you can get feel a filter like the on one person. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like the Kardashian filter would, that they only put on Chris. I would welcome that f- only on Chris. I watched an episode recently. <laughs> Chloe was like a blur on screen, just like <laughs> just a ghost. It's like who is that, Casper or Chloe? And then I just saw her nails and was like, oh, it's Chloe. It's Chloe. Those fingers. Um. Yeah, there was that one season where they really heavily filtered them in the confessional and like yeah. glow by J Lo, and they were all like, like. And Chloe had that filter. pink confessional look. And I was like, I can't look at this anymore. No, it hurt my eyes. At first, it was like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. But then it was Ethereal. like staring into the sun. I was like, yeah. what's happening? I know. No, I agree. Sarah Jessica Parker has never looked better. Oh, my God. But oh, my God. These looks. That to send dress. her out. That final look. Oh, my God. Well, I guess it wasn't her final look. But the look we're, mo- we're in for most of the episode. I hated. X. Hated. You know, I don't know if I would have hated it so much if I didn't get my eyes on the fact she was wearing mid-calf leggings. It was every underneath. which every decision of what she had on her body was crazy. I was like, oh. Actually, like when they panned say, out and I saw the leggings, I was no like. No one was dressed for the same party. 
Charlotte's dress was absolutely breathtaking. I know, but she's but she's been like it's just so on the nose and Miranda's felt really on the nose for me. Well, I feel like I've seen her in that. I know, but I thought she looked the best. I thought LTW looked a fright. (laughs) That messy frock. And I know that? this isn't the fashion segment, but wow, wow, wow. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. And I thought Giuseppe came in like he was going to Forever 21. He looked like me in high school. He looked like he was an H&M clerk. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I've been like, him. I like, don't need a fitting room. Thank you. Just wandering around the mall in, like, a flowy blouse. It was, like, really... Oh, oh. And I don't Ugh. even remember who else was there. Then we had Dr. Smoke, a. Wallace... Too many patterns. Yeah, I couldn't really figure it out. It was just too much. Che was in a bomber jacket. Never not. Again. Never (laughs) not. We have to, like, if we are going to continue this show, and we are, we have Mm -hmm. to fire Molly Rogers and Danny Santiago and get somebody new. Fire them. Can I tell you? They are putting these people in. The first three episodes, I was like, they've never looked better. Like, I was like, their fashions are amazing. I think you need to go amazing. back and look at those episodes. And now? I think it was like a mirage, because I told I you like, they're crazy. I'm like, what's going on? They've got to get What's happening? We need a new fashion department in there. And um, We need a lot of other things. Well, look, since we're talking about fashion, and this will be a nice segue into what everyone's here for us to discuss. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the return of old Pat Field and what she put Samantha in? That lime green purse. Paired with that silver jacket and that basic dress. Yeah. It just didn't feel like... It didn't... Well, first of all, I guess it wasn't really giving them an opportunity to, like, show us anything. She's punched in the back of a car. Yeah, but the way Kim was like, like, I brought Padfields in. And it's like, and she put you in that? And then she was like, we went shopping. I'm like, did you? Well, I Where? guess maybe that I'm upset by in the first place that they went shopping and bought something like we could all get off the rack. I just wish we would have seen. I know this is going to be really a dumb critique. I wish we would have seen Samantha walking. Like I wanted to see Samantha walking on the street on her phone doing well, that right walk. because it's it sort of stops the ability to even have a good outfit. Right. I mean, this is a Real Housewives reunion problem. That was not a good sitting outfit. Exactly. It looked crazy. Yeah. And just anticlimactic. And um, so I figured before the way we could structure this is sort of talking about the several scenes that take place before the dinner party and then getting mm-hmm. into the dinner party and the fallout from that. So we start the episode and Carrie is leaving a voicemail for Aiden or I think she actually she's talking to him. And we find out that he's still there. She sends her love. Then she bops into the apartment. She's Gone out to buy fancy napkins. Now, this I don't understand about this dinner party. So all she got was the chef. And you're telling me that Carrie Bradshaw coordinated the rest of that? There's not a goddamn chance in hell. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, all she had to do was rent a long table and some chairs. But I just don't see her having the ability to, like, even know where to get a tablecloth. But again, this isn't the Carrie we know. She has a kitten. That... Named Shu. We'll get to that in a second and okay. how nuts that was. <laughs> but and I then, did have to say, I thought the tablescape was gorgeous. Um, I, uh, I mean, I thought, it was, I thought it was fine. It was fairly basic. Mm, well, I'm a basic girl. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like breathtakingly stunning. It was sort of yeah. like, it could have been at any wedding that you could go to or any dinner party. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, though, it paired very well with her wallpaper. Oh, gorgeous. That blue? Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. only thing that I thought. I was like, oh, at least the at least you know whoever's doing the production design is thinking. They're smart. Although, why didn't she, why hasn't she renovated that bathroom? I don't understand why she doesn't have furniture in her new place yet. Well, because she's not she's only taking certain things from that old place. I guess what I don't understand is where is her bed? Maybe in a guest room? Unclear. I assumed Lisette needed that bed. She was like, I thought figure, she did too. Figure it out yourself, girl. I'm leaving you with these janky ass bras. And also the ceiling had a also, brown spot. Isn't it? I don't know that I would want somebody's old brassieres. Also, why was the set so excited about them? <laughs> she was like, oh, the bras. I don't I know. Like, That's what? weird, isn't it? Who wants someone's old bras? I wouldn't give someone my old underwear. I mean, bras are different, but I'm not, I don't, How? I don't, I don't know. Well, they're still your covering juices like, aren't getting on them. But there's, well, if depending on what you got well, going maybe on. maybe some juices. Yeah. I, I just thought it was bizarre. She was like, oh, the bras. I was like, what? I would never, that drives me fucking crazy. I She's would literally so never wear someone's bras. Like old bras. Or I've something. had to like, wear a, my friend's bra on like a pinch. I'm like, do you have yes, a strapless oh, bra? But like, I'm not right. like gifting we're, someone right, my we're old at, bras. Like, we're getting ready for like a party. Oh my God, mm. I left the bra that works for this outfit at home. It's in a right. pinch. Yeah. You know, we've all had to borrow something here and there, you know, a pair of pants. You, you, yeah. And then you return them. But you're not gifting them and saying, like, here's my used bra. I don't understand that. That's like giving someone your used swimsuit. It's like, no. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Like, that's crazy. I just think that's, yeah. And also, why was no one using the second door of the bathroom? Maybe it was blocked by catering stuff. Oh, 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 oh. Maybe okay. that's just a general. Uh, that's a good. That's a good assumption. Or maybe they were like, "It's crazy. You have two doors." I don't know. Okay. Um. So we walk into the apartment as the, after that long aside. Apologies. And ring, ring, ring. And Samantha Jones is she's here. She's with us. And we hear that that score from the first movie that yeah. evokes Samantha Jones. I wished it had been a little I don't know, it felt like it was a little less peppy than I remember it. It felt a little bit more like Like they were like, We're taking this down for an emotional beat. Yeah. Like it was like we're gonna feel things. And I felt nothing. <laughs> Did you? Um I wish she we had, lost, we had no. known. If we had I, not known this was coming, I would oh, have been perfectly fine with this scene. I agree. But the I'm fact not, that we've known for... Uh, have we known even before the season started? Yes. So yes. we've been waiting 11 weeks for this scene. And I actually feel really bad for MPK and SJP and the writers that this leaked. Because mm-hmm. I think this would have been such a special, fun little surprise Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. And I that's mean, what Miranda, that's what Cynthia Nixon said on Watch What Happens Live. She was like, it would have been a really nice surprise for but everybody. This is, but it's truly nothing. It's nothing. Um, and she I felt like warm for a second. I was like, wow, like, okay, like she's back. Like I feel good. I felt I was but looking then for control not She did a British accent. And I thought and then made the animal bronze fine joke. Like, I'm from India. Yeah, I'm like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> And, like, Carrie was like, are you British? Like, what's going on? It just, like, didn't do what I want. It really served no purpose other than, like, just seeing her. And I really wish Kim Cattrall didn't leak the news. I don't think it was Kim. I 
I think it was HBO. I think it was Max. Really? Yeah, because... You don't think it was Cam? I think it was the head of Max, whatever that man's name is. They were just like, fuck it, get it out there. We're worried. No one's going to watch. Like, this is the one thing we've got. Wow. Because even MPK has sort of said, like, we didn't even really want to do this. It was a corporate decision, and we got a call saying, hey, we've made this happen. And for her to make $5 million, I'm sure. For that. For that. That I applaud as a scammer. I just wish, like, it, she would have, like, said something, like... More profound. Like, I, or, you know, Carrie could have been, like, mentioned Aiden, and then Samantha could have been like, oh, you're doing this again? Or, like, some, like give us, like, a little something. I'm actually fine with it not to have been about um, Aiden or what is going on in the present day of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine that it be completely about sort of evoking the original series and our memory of Samantha and Carrie's friendship, but I needed a little bit more than Annabelle Bronfine, because that's not even a storyline that, to me, relates to their friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, like, she was I, like, my flat. I'm like, Like, what? if she had called and said, um, for example, Hello Lover is a something that happens between the two of them. If that had been referenced somehow, mm-hmm. or the, like, as we said, the beautiful moment where she says, not my style. Mm-hmm. Or even if it was, um, I actually feel far more emotional when you watch the first movie and she arrives from L.A. to pack. And she I says, was a lot of shit that. went down in this apartment. Attention must be paid. Yep. Reference that. And then about Bronstein, I'm like, why are we talking about her? I, and I know that's like a really big storyline that people on the internet really like. Like it gets memed a lot. Yeah. It's not something I connect on or care about. Mm, other than it has like, like a Hollow moment. Hollow it's just like a funny thing, but that's it. Right. Also, like the moment, I mean, you brought it up was like when in the first movie she comes back and like what you said, you know, a lot of shit spent down in this place. I wish they would have had like a moment like that where like Charlotte and Miranda came over and like helped Carrie get rid of things. And it was like a callback to that moment. But. It would have been nice also if she had said, oh, my, to Charlotte and Miranda, oh, I talked to Samantha today. Thank you guys Mm -hmm. for trying to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And then they toasted to her or some sort of, like, it just felt like. I wish, like, those three had a better, a a moment together in the apartment. It felt like they had about 10 seconds to write this scene. Like, they found out Kim Cattrall (laughs) was filming the next day. Mm -hmm. And it was 10 p.m. at night and MPK was like, gotta be in bed by midnight. I've got two hours. And you could really yeah. feel that they had no connection with one another. No, like, no, no, no. Tell, I like, don't think they even spoke. No, like you can tell that they aren't on the phone with one another. And a lot of actors will talk about how they will go to set when on a phone call with someone and be and be there so that they have someone to react to. And you could tell there was no Mm-mm. connection or. No. And she didn't even seem excited to see her or hear from her. She was just mm. sort of like, hey, girl. She was like, hey, girl. Hey, London. <laughs> Do you think this leaves the door or no. window open for Kim to come back next season? Okay. No. And I don't want to see Kim. Oh! Because I did feel I was seeing Kim and not Samantha. Yeah. It, it wasn't. Like Kim. And it, it wasn't. takes time for the... It wasn't our I, Sammy Jones. And I think it takes time. And I don't blame them. It takes time for actors to sort of... um Get it back in. Mm-hmm. Give back in. It's very difficult. I would say, like, it's very... I would say maybe only... The Gilmore Girls revival is where I we went back and I felt very truly I was watching that there was not one scene where I was like, oh, that was the first day of shooting. Mm-hmm. 
and like no one's quite or and maybe that happened and they were smart enough to cut it mm-hmm. but like even i mean you watched Grey's anatomy remember when burke comes back yeah there it takes him a while to like become preston burke like yeah you watch the episode and it's like this seems not like the this burke seems I like remember. isaiah washington but then slowly he morphs back into burke mm-hmm and that might be, and I've always said that sort of works because maybe he's a new version. And the more he's, the longer he's with Christina, the more he becomes the person we remember. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, oh, I was watching like Kim Cattrall on the phone. <laughs> she sounded yeah. different. She looked beautiful. She looked great. She just sounded like Kim Cattrall. Um, I don't know. It. I just think it was kind of underwhelming. I did like the moment. I, the only moment I felt slightly emotional during it is when actually they weren't on the phone and she held the phone to her chest. Yeah. I was almost like, couldn't we have just cut to her in the car holding the phone? <laughs> yeah. It would and have been cute if like... Not a joke in sight. And also just like, it would have been nice to see like Miranda, Carrie and Charlotte take a photo together and send it to Samantha, like from the dinner and being like, miss you or like some, like just something else to connect back to Sam. No, we didn't get any of that. We didn't really get any moments with the three girls, like having like a moment being like, wow, like, no, I don't think it was like Charlotte. I mean, Miranda wasn't even sitting next to Carrie at dinner. (laughs) Jay was. No, she was on the other side of the table. It was weird. Um, well, but we'll get to the dinner and that okay. seating chart, which I thought was wild. Insane. And so the next scene we see before the party is Harry confronting Charlotte. So Anthony arrives. Uh, he needs to talk <laughs> about, like, bottoming, because we're still doing that. And... I can't believe we're doing this for, like, another um, episode. Yeah. And so, but we don't see Anthony, and Harry loses his goddamn mind. And is like, I can't do it all! Mm-hmm. And Charlotte is like, what are you talking about? You're literally doing nothing. Like, you took care of your children for a morning. I was obsessed. She was like, let's be clear. You're not doing everything. You've made a few breakfasts. That's it. I know, but it is starting to feel, as much as I like it, mm-hmm. and I think Kristen Davis is great in it, it is starting to feel a little, like... Too like on the nose, like yeah. I you are do I do what women have done for years and years and years, and I am asking. No, I am expecting. It's just sort of like I don't know. It, I felt the writing could have been a little messier, particularly because she is hungover. Mm-hmm. That it could have just been a. I liked the idea and the execution actually, and I think Kristen and whatever his name may be, Evan Handler were great mm-hmm. in the scene. But they just, I felt the writing could have just been a little bit less on the nose, given that she does not have her full mental faculties. No, I mean, she's still in the clothes from the night before. Anthony wants to talk about getting a bottom. She has no phone. I appreciate that she's like, I'm not talking to him right now. Like, tell him to leave. I'm very hungover. (laughs) And I got to be ready to go for And I'm glad we didn't have to see that conversation. Although now that I'm thinking about it, does that make any sense? What? So, hold on. Let me think about it. I guess it depends on how long Charlotte has been asleep. I'm trying to, like, track... Uh, you know what? It's not even worth it to track time. No. Time's not real. It, yeah. In this no. show. I'm like, wait a minute. Because, yeah, so maybe... Charlotte is now waking up, but we've already seen Carrie have a bit of a full day before the party. Yeah. So, I'm I'm assuming it's 10 or 11. 
But then we ended the episode and the party was all about to happen in a few hours last week. That's why you and I thought Aiden was coming back for well, the party. He come, well, he did. But the party, the party is that. But the party is that same night. I know. But I'm it saying make I thought any he sense went. Charlotte to the party. is waking up the next morning. Like they're it, playing fast and loose, well, and he does show up to the party. So we were right. He does leave his son the same night he arrived there. Right. Horrible. I mean, we hear that he's doing a little bit better, but it does not make any sense that he was like, "Okay, I gotta well, go." I mean, Although they also maybe the drugs party in was system. the next day, but it didn't seem like it was because Carrie's wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> uh, you can't, you can't. I, let's <laughs> talk to Miranda. And, let's talk about Miranda and Steve on Coney Island. Is oh, this okay. When you cried? No, I thought this scene was sweet. I thought it was a little too, um, again, sort of on the nose. It was like nice closure. I felt, and it was nice that Brady yeah, got to like see them have a moment. Why but why is Brady, Brady was always there? riding his bike on Coney Island? <laughs> I don't know. He's always arriving at the tail end of scenes. It, on his he's like, here I am. Yeah, and he's just like looking longingly at his parents. Is I he just living on Coney sweet. Island? Is Steve? No, I don't think so. I think they're living in that house in Brooklyn. Listen, and, I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe he's helping his dad set it up, but he's just always arriving right as scenes end with one final oh. cut to him. Yeah, that um, face. I, you know, I, I liked the beat that I think that this man who works for Steve hates Miranda because he's sort of like, look who's here. <laughs> he was sort of disgusted. Well, first he was like, Steve, I speak English. You've got a fucking and, visitor. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, someone's here. here. Again. <laughs> there um, she goes. I don't, he, this scene, it's a nice note for Miranda to say like, oh, I want us, I don't want to be a part of your past. I want to be in your future. Mm-hmm. And also to make, and for Steve to want to make sure like, this isn't, um, you're not ever going to want to try to get back with me. You're not going to become yeah. straight again. And to that I say, have we defined what some, what Miranda's sexuality is? We definitely haven't. Is she bi? Is she now fully gay? She's definitely queer. Yeah. But are, is she just now done with men? Remember, she said she didn't like mayonnaise it anymore. Appears... Was that uh, that she didn't like mayonnaise? Was that them? And then they make a cum joke. Is that really them saying they're done? She's, I think so. That was the way we I were telegraphing she... that information. Correct. Okay, I'll take it. And I, like I said, I thought that this was like really nice closure, but like you said, it was very on the nose. Like it just felt like okay, like this is like right. You weren't wrong you know. about Brooklyn, and you weren't wrong about us being good parents. Mm-hmm. But you but were you wrong, were wrong about, about us. us. I was right about us for a long time. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then when he said I, he wanted well, to bang his head up against the like cyclone like a watermelon, you yeah, know, that happened to like, a guy at prom. I was like, I what is this dark you. story? Yeah, and she's like, I never went to prom. Like, this isn't funny. That's a terrible story. No, it story. was really weird. But also, Steve is like such a fucking victim. Like, he has to understand, like, they both weren't very happy right, in that like relationship. Right, you tried to wash like, your hands with palm olive and then finger me. Right. Was like, I not supposed to cheat on you? <laughs> we like, It was like, needs Steve, to get real. Get real. Oh, my. Quite a, a race car. <laughs> Gran Turismo over here. Yeah. It was like, it was just like very weird. I'm like, she just divorced you. She still let you stay in her brownstone. He's like, if we bought that place today. And why? 
on God's green earth is Miranda still living in that cupboard under the stairs? I thought Dr. Nihilas was going to come in and be like, you have to leave. I thought when she was like with, two, with the guy at the end, she was going to look at Miranda and go, don't come home tonight. Like, Something. Like, like, don't come home ever again. Like, get out. Like, why? I don't get it, Chris. I, I mean, don't get it. And if they are really committed to this idea of like Miranda and Naya as like Laverne and Shirley-esque roommates, that's fine. Give her a bigger apartment. Something. Like She's, I, she doesn't they, even have a, her own bathroom. They just to go through Naya's bedroom. Right, they created Naya's apartment. Just have her have a guest room. Mm-hmm. Like if you want us to believe in this sort of um, fun of them living together, that it can't be that Miranda's basically living in squalor. It on a twin bed in it's that. It's not even a twin closet. bed. It's a pullout. It's a, <laughs> it's a trundle. She's living like Band of Brothers. Futon. I've never seen anything like it. She's like the she's like immigrants under the boat. (laughs) It's just I just don't get it. I just don't understand. I was hoping this conversation with Steve. Beautiful. I was hoping that That she would hear like her be like or let's or you know what we couldn't have afforded this. Let's sell out now, Mm -hmm. get a good profit, and you know be done. Because, yeah, they still have joint, like, ownership of this. Well, I don't know that the ownership is joint now, is it? It's not. It's all Miranda. He did say, I built this apartment. I built these floors. I doubt it. Sir, you probably called, like, 1-800- A TaskRabbit. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. And I really hope this is bidding him adieu. Like, I don't need to see David Eigenberg again next season. He can stay over on Chicago Fire. (laughs) I love his work. Over, I love his off-screen work on that show because I'm not watching. Mm. And just don't darken our doorsteps again. No. We or if he's going to be go. around, he needs to be around more. Like, why mm. the fuck wasn't he at that dinner party? I was surprised he wasn't there. After Carrie made that big deal of like, oh. Get well, over you know, it. Steve and I are friends too. Yeah, and she's I like, re- I don't like hearing about your life from Carrie. And I heard about, I heard on that Writer's Room podcast that the reason that scene exists and the one in the season one is simply because Sarah Jessica Parker likes scene- working with David Eigenberg. It doesn't make any logical sense. She's just like, let's write a scene with me and David. It's like, <laughs> we don't need, this isn't some lovely pairing we've all been clamoring to see. No. This isn't something we need. Okay, that's enough of Coney Island. I never want to go back there again. Clams and hot dogs or whatever. Paul's daughter. What the fuck? Paul's daughter. He's like, I might keep the name my the same. He's probably had a better last few years than me. And he says last two years. Has this show been over the course of two years? Across? I guess no, it has yeah. been. So we see one year post big and this season went summer to summer. It's like Carrie lost a husband. Two years ago. You, my my good sir, just, I mean, your wife left you a beautiful well, brownstone. No, Steve has really been through it. If you, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As the words were coming out of my mouth, I was like, wait, that is actually really horrible. I don't really care for Steve, but it, objectively, I think we can admit he's been through it. Yeah, but like, relax. <laughs> I mean, he's been terrible also, but so is Kate. Yeah. Um, and the last little bit we see before we head to the dinner party is this catch up with Dr. Nia Wallace. She's been inducted into the American Law Institute. And we meet a um, gentleman. A character. A character for the ages. Now, I didn't mm-hmm. get a name on him. He is played by Baltimore's own Andre, Andre DeShields, who is a theater icon. 
And I just simply thought, this show really knows how to, like, introduce someone I'm interested in. Yeah. The like, moment I saw him, I, I said to myself, I go, Chris is going to know who this is. Like, this guy, I was like, this guy, this character, I'm like, let's get them pal around. Why isn't he living in her broom closet? I want more scenes of the two of them. <laughs> Much like I want more of them, Raina, Miranda's boss. I wanted mm. her to show up at the dinner party. More of Seema's colleague, that gay guy who was like, girl, you need to sell him this apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Who, what if was the what was the man's name old old James? Sweet James from no no, no no they were like referencing oh, his yes. nemesis. Old, I think old James. I think old James. Old, yeah, the, the one I want him cast as like mm-hmm. some like t- mustache twirling villain next season, and we go to like yeah. a law retreat. Yeah, I think we could really tell some tales with these two. Mm-hmm. But what I and him and I had great chemistry. I thought these two are really friends when she was like i just got your text i would have come to you she's like you old bitch like i'm coming (laughs) and he's like i needed to get my steps in a thousand out of ten yeah (laughs) i was like this is fun yeah it was fun fun. i wish like that almost happened a little sooner in the season would have been nice but you know she was over filming the morning show she was she's like i've got got a show with actual scripts yeah (laughs) although i've seen that show and it's also equally like what's happening Everything with Reese Witherspoon is batshit insane on that show. Yeah. Last season, COVID was, like, approaching uh, New York like Godzilla. Like, the way they talked about it was like, it's coming. Like, I don't think that's how the pandemic happened. It wasn't no, like... No, the pandemic was like, it's, it's never going to come to America. And then suddenly it was like, it was like we're here. on lockdown. It wasn't, like, slowly approaching across the ocean and we watched it. They're like, T-minus 10 days till COVID. I wish that's how it was. <laughs> it's like, if I had known... Oh, well, I probably wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, I would have probably just stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, what I appreciated is is that she heads home and she sees Miranda and she wants to bail on the party. And she admits that she has all of this success, but that she is without a man. And one of the things that I always appreciate is the complications of telling stories where the characters are completely truthful. Which is this, to say, yes, I have all of this. But I still want this. You know, it's so Little Mm -hmm. Women where she talks about how women have so much, but I'm so lonely. Mm -hmm. And that is okay to admit. And sometimes I think, and for a very long time, I think storytelling conflated like um, feminism with complete independence. And I don't think those two have to be intrinsically linked. It's something that I think if not to bring it back to Grey's Anatomy, but that is a big problem in the later half of the show, is is that sort of the showrunner's personal ideas of feminism becomes the show's, and they rewrite the pick-me-choose-me-love-me scene and say, like, you should never be begging and asking for a man. And one could read the original scene, where she says that to Derek, as her asking and demanding what she wants, Mm -hmm. rather than you don't have to read it as, oh my god, how desperate. Right. And I just think being honest about your emotional life is okay. And mm-hmm. so I really—it's like when I Carrie always, says the loneliness is palpable. The loneliness is palpable, and that is okay. And that's something the original show did so well. And so I was happy to see that here, even if it was undercut by something later. That man. Yeah. So let's get into Sema. Okay. Oh no, no, not that guy. No, I'll tell you what it was. It's not the actor. I mean, that oh. undercuts it also because it's like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. So, Seema, Seema, Seema. Hmm. Basically, Ravi has to go to Egypt 
to be to film to in front of the Sphinx. Sphinx? Chris, what I have Marvel to movie is this? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a Marvel movie that takes place in Egypt. I know that people really seem to like her. Uh, guys, I did too. I don't give a fuck about Sima. I don't care. I don't care about Ravi. I don't oh, care I about do Marvel. Care about Ravi. I don't care. I think he's so sexy. He is, but like, I don't, I think he's a terrible actor. Oh, no, I see. I'm ready to pal around with Ravi. I'm like, let's get Naya. Oh, my God. I'm that like other law so... professor and Ravi in like a scene and get, let's get going. <laughs> that's like, that's something. Let's to go to Egypt. Yeah, I was like, let's get that on my screen. Those two. Interesting. Those three. I just, you know. <laughs> I really hated her line where she's talking about, um, I haven't said I love you first since I was an intern at a law firm and I was dating a junior associate mm-hmm. and he fired me for being a temp. Yeah. Even though I was a temp. That to me felt like a Karen Walker joke where like you start <laughs> in one place where she admits she was a temp, but then by the end she's delusional and the joke yeah. is just like, well, you were a temp. That to mm-hmm. me seemed like, what? Yeah. Like, Seema's humor, and look, I haven't gone back. It just seems like a completely different character than the one I enjoyed yeah. in season one. Like, She's not the same. Seema in season one would, I think, be thrilled to have these feelings about Ravi. Oh, she would be so happy to, like, have someone in her life. It just I don't understand who this person is. And she's also a working woman, so she'd under she should understand the demands of someone's. She's like, also big always on the phone. She's a realtor. Like she should understand the demands of one's career mm-hmm. and and to me it and the realities of it like of course he's getting crazy dms from like desperate young actresses and probably a few actors yeah like he's a director of a marvel film and um he has like a and he has like a critical critically successful career also in his home country like you have to right. rec- like what are we talking about here it I didn't make know. any sense to me it has no stakes None. I also, I, and look, I, I don't know any big time directors. I can't imagine they're taking that many like phone calls that late. In. Like, it does seem like insane. Like, I, no, I will say, like, that would be annoying to me. Yeah. Like, I it, can understand that he has to be on the phone, but like to constantly be getting up from a dinner, also, I would we be can, annoyed. Also, we can text Also, don't you email. have an assistant? I, I, I don't know. I've Doesn't never. Doesn't he have one? I don't he should. know. I've just never. I've never known, I've never heard any director saying, like, I'm constantly taking phone calls. It's like, woo. Yeah. I don't picture, like, Steven Spielberg, like, just constantly fielding on calls. The phone. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. And we have email and texting. Right. It's like, okay, for these three hours, this is how I'm reachable. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, I just don't care. I don't know. I, I like his ass. He's like, dots. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, you know, five months for me to come back and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Also, I thought she should just go. That's what I thought. And she's I like, don't I really... didn't. But it gave me, it was like, sometimes they try so hard to make her Samantha. And in that moment, I felt that that's what they were trying to do, where she was like, I love me more. Or like that moment with Sam. I don't know, but it wasn't. And I'm that. just like, what the fuck is this? She was like, I built this person you know this life and no I'm one's like, saying it's five she, I, months look, i don't know Go on how, vacation i don't know how um long the flight is from new york to egypt uh-huh. but i'm assuming it's quite long but go <laughs> for like a month come back right. go for another month right 
Right. Also, you're a realist. You own a real estate agency. You don't need to be the person constantly showing them. You have underlings. She works at. Like, Apparently, neither of these two people have Patel anyone that works for them. <laughs> like I'm confused. We've seen the. We've seen her little workers. I know. I just don't. I just don't care that much about. I don't know. I thought she looked beautiful at her little nighty at night. Oh my god, she looked gorgeous. I was like, is that what I need to be wearing at night? I will say, whoever is doing her hair and makeup is also doing a flawless job. Hair and makeup on this show, great. Well, I didn't care for LTW's harsh bob. Her like, well, it wasn't even a harsh bob. It was like a nineteen eighties mushroom. It was like a mushroom. (laughs) So upsetting. (laughs) It was with that outfit too. It just like was. It was a lot. This is the most gorgeous woman on planet Earth. Look alive. (laughs) Well, yeah. Maybe they're like, look, we have to put her in shit. Yeah, or the or other women will be bl- radiate off everyone screen. off the screen. <laughs> yeah. We got to put her in frocks and mushroom caps. <laughs> that mushroom cap. And honestly, still, I was the most captivated looking at her. Oh, I mean, she's dropped at. Um, so speaking of LTW, she shares that she miscarried to Charlotte. And I thought the way she and Herbert relayed this information was wild. Insane. <laughs> Insane. He's Chris. like, we lost. And she's like, I, I miscarried. Yeah, and then she's like, not now. But don't I'm like, whoa. I'm like... Okay. And then we get a little scene where she is somehow triggered by the introduction of a shoe. <laughs> now, what I want to say is, is that if my adult friend at a nice dinner party went and got their cat and paraded them in front of us and said, this is shoe, it's almost her bedtime, shoe like shoe, and also shoe, get out of my shoe, I will call the people with the butterfly nets. (laughs) She would be in a mental institution. It would be the end of Streetcar Named Desire. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Because this is not a woman who's well. Man, we're at a dinner party. Get your dusty cat out of here. Also... It's and the way she presented and of Michael Petra King and kept everyone's attention. It's like, and I did appreciate that no one like gave her. It wasn't like everyone applauded. Most people were like, "What the fuck is happening?" I know Miranda was just like, mm, "Okay." And then LTW, I guess LTWC shoe is the baby. Yeah, that's quite a leap. It's such a leap, Chris. And to watch that, to see this beautiful woman sitting on that tub. And that, and that, that dingy that, that bathroom that looks like mine. And no, look, literally, want, to watch her look in the mirror in that bathroom. I just want everyone to know <sighs> that apart that bathroom is nicer than my bathroom. Okay, same. However, this is a woman who seemingly has billions of dollars and has renovated the entire rest of the apartment, including the closet. And yet, somehow, she still has that I, sad little toilet, that strange little vanity. <laughs> I just don't like seeing this beautiful woman. Why did she have candles in the going same, in the bathroom? On the ledge. On the ledge. It was really stressing me out. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess it's nice ambience for when someone's in there. But well, it's I like, paused to see if they were battery operated. They weren't. They were they flames. They were not. No, they were flames. Mm. She said noodles. Wait, no, that was on Orange County when someone said noodles light the candles. I was... <laughs> Noodles. Someone I just heard in the background, Mr. Noodles, light the candles. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, did Carrie say that or was it Shannon Bedore? To, just to see this woman stand in the place where Aiden and his whitey tidies once stood in that mirror. Whitey tidies? I was disgusted. I, like that, I felt um, bad for her. Transposition there. We should start calling them whitey tidies. Aren't they tidy whiteys? 
I think we have this conversation. I call them whitey tighties. No, I think it's tidy whiteies, isn't it? But I like whitey tighties. I love <laughs> whiteies. Yeah, it's tidy whiteies. Are you sure? Yeah, it's not. It's not whitey tighty. But I like I whitey tighties. No, because I think it's more the tightness is like first what's upsetting. Right, the like they're tight and white, not yeah, white, white and, and tight. tight. But they are in fact both. <laughs> but they you know? are. Um, I did think Herbert was really lovely when he came in, and mm-hmm. I just think that these two actors are having to do so much extra work to make this, like, all come together, but it does. I thought it was really lovely, the two of them in that bathroom, when she says, did I wish the baby away? And he says, get that out of your beautiful head. Your beautiful head. And that God has another plan for us. And of the montage we saw at the end over that crazy song, although I did love the music in this episode. That montage. I thought their section was like the loveliest and was the closest I came to feeling deeply emotional was them holding one another in bed. And I was so happy it didn't transition to something sexual Mm. and that it remained just sort of tender and loving. And I'm rooting for those two crazy kids, LT Dubs and Big Herbs. Herbs, Big Herb. Yeah. Anything else to say about those two? No. All right, let's go over Miranda and Che's way. Hmm. So Che arrives, and they connect with Lisette, and we find out that Che is transitioning emotionally. Yeah, that was... Now, is that an appropriate thing to say? Maybe someone who is non-binary can say that? Well, I think Lisette, like, also Lisette kind of looked at them, like... And then I guess she talked about her own transition, emotional transition. She I went can't... into her Mariah Carey butterfly era. Oh my god, when she went like this butterflies. in her face... In Chase's face, the butterfly. I'm like, I thought it was disrespectful not chill? to mention Mariah Carey, who put butterfly rings on the map. And she's like, I'm hella literal. I'm like, I'm like what? What are you talking about? I just can't. I think Lisette's gorgeous, stunning, angelic. I thought she and Chase should get together at the end. I thought that that's what was going to happen. I was really upset. I was waiting for Lisette to walk, and I, I saw that really person. I was really upset when Toby popped up, because Toby. I much prefer, I would have much preferred Lisette, and I felt like that would keep Lisette in the fold next season. Well, she is in Carrie's apartment. I I don't think we're going back to that apartment. Ever? I think we're taking a season off. <gasps> I think we're in Gramercy. I think we're there. Oh, my God. Get used to it. I'm going to be wrong <laughs> completely, and she'll be living there. The, episode one opens, and we're like, we're back. We're back. Yeah. That Actually, I hate the Gramercy Park apartment even more, so. Yeah. So then we go to the kitchen, and I appreciated the callback to season one. Che's doing shots with the bartender, mm-hmm. and they're in the same spot, and they have this, I thought, really lovely conversation about their relationship. Their relationship, and, and how it was sort of a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they <laughs> were like, it was really fucked up. That was crazy that we did that. <laughs> but here's the thing. Was it? I know it was fucked up from our watching it vantage point, but I never really understood how it was fucked up for the two of them. Like, we didn't like it as an they audience. They were, I think they what both were. What was the were... cruelty that happened? Did, were they cruel to one another? I don't even yeah. really remember. What happened to the two of them? Che, let me remind you. I think Che was Lost just incredibly pilot. selfish. And I think, like, they, there was just a lot of, like, they were oh, trying so right. hard to Che make was it doing work. those cameos in bed. The and cameos. Inviting the, like, their friends over. Yeah, like making but Miranda. what did Miranda do that was bad? I guess she fucked up the family scene when she was ambling out doing like. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's more Che. Work. I feel like it's more Che. 
I don't know. I blame Miranda. Also, too. I don't think Miranda has like owes you anything to like answer your phone calls and your texts after you break up. Like, give her but a fucking you, minute. But then you can't also be sort of like honor our relationship. Why? Because like you, she, the way it ended was so abrupt. Yeah. Okay. You're right. And it's like, well, then, LOLs, we both know it was a fucking train wreck. I'm allowed to make fun of it. You were a mess. Well, also, I'm like... You couldn't even put a strap on, right? Remember that? That harness. That, <laughs> that Cirque du Soleil harness. And then, remember, she lost her phone on the highway or something? Like, on the what? beach. Miranda's been such a fucking mess. Remember they tried to have oh, a threesome no. and she got a Charlie horse? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. It's like all flashing to me like that's so Raven, everything we've seen this season. Yeah. <sighs> oh my god. So that, it. that was that crazy scene, but I did like that scene overall. It was nice, yeah. Now what I did not care for is when two characters entered out of a like 90s stoner comedy, and that is Jackie and Smoke. And we got the most stilted, terrible dialogue. Is this when you cried? When smoke goes, this is how to, this is how comedians show love, and they're like, "How was your failed comedy pilot? You couldn't even get a failed comedy pilot. Give me what I want, <laughs> Zoloft." <laughs> like what? Who? It was. It felt like these two people weren't even in the same room. No, look, it has come out that the actor who played Jackie was like, "Look, I was high and drunk the entire time I was on that set." That tracks. And it showed. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Wow. Um, but I just thought that scene was terrible. And again, Michael Patrick King was a stand-up comedian. Is this what he behaved like? Uh, uh, listen. And someone uh, did point out, why isn't Che just a singer? Like, if Che needed to be an artist... Maybe that's what Che will do next season. Sada Ramirez can sing. Maybe he'll join Lou's Cabaret. I would have much rather see Che sing Grey's Anatomy musical style. <laughs> Then watch one more stand-up set or this sort of weird idea that, like, this is how comedians relate to one another. Now, they and did Carrie come for MPK in. on Instagram. As they should. Mm-hmm. Was like, listen, I can't do much with the, the written dialogue that I'm given. I didn't write this. Talk to them. It was, I enjoyed it. It's true. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's true of any actor. I mean, some have said that about Shonda Rhimes. It's like... We we think I don't know why people who watch shows assume that the actors are in charge in charge of everything. They're like the mm-hmm. almost some of the least empowered people there. Mm-hmm. They're just like I showed up, I said my lines. I am not in charge of like what I'm talking about or what my storyline is, mm-hmm. unless it's a show that I am also the writer producer of. Right. So I think that's just like people need to be smarter. You're asking a lot. But then in walk Carrie. And this is played like um, the end of the first movie. Like we're opening the doors and seeing all of our old friends. I didn't realize these people were that close. Uh, how long were they doing that podcast? I honestly, they act years? like they, yeah, they act like they've been doing it for a decade. They are like smiling, like the oldest of Hugging. pals. The Beatles are back together. I'm like, what for X, Y, and Z or whatever the fuck. And also, there's only three called? of you. Well, I think Franklin was. Maybe he should have shown up. His thirsty little ass should have been in this episode. 
Yeah. Yeah, like that would have been nice to be like, oh, I'm also going to invite Franklin. Well, you know, speaking he of throwing relationships, off a window. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, a storyline that came and went, Miranda gets a call to go speak at the BBC. <laughs> no, Chris, this is when I cried. What? I cried when she went to speak at the BBC. I did. I wept about I had, migrants. I had tears. It was just really powerful. Not that you shouldn't cry about migrants. I want to be clear. No, it, just, it was like, just... It came out of nowhere, so I didn't even understand. I don't even think I understood it. I just liked watching Miranda, like, be in her power again. Like, have, like, get excited about something. Like, feel like... I don't know. Like, it was just really beautiful. And I was so happy to see her kind of, like, be MH. You know? She looked intern. at her tat. She's an intern. No, don't I don't call, think so. There's no one else who works with Rain that you she would send? No, she also, loves Miranda. Also, what time of night is it? Well, it's probably morning for the BBC. So, assuming the dinner party started at 7, it probably went 3 to 4 hours. We're at 10, 11. It's a 6-hour time difference. So, it's 5 a.m. <laughs> Yeah, I are, I guess that she's on the lo- like the morning news. It just maybe or just on the well. Let's be clear, she's probably on the internet. Like, yeah, and she's people will streaming. just watch the clip in the morning. Like, yeah, I just thought it was like really nice to see Miranda like do something for herself and like be I excited about built, something. I wish I understood and it had built more to this. Mm. Like that we had seen. I mean, yes, of course, we saw her go to the UN. I just feel like the breadcrumb things. And then expect that I'm supposed to have a full meal when it pays off. And I'm like, all I've got is four breadcrumbs. It would have been nice if, like, we had the monologue. And Carrie was like, and Miranda. No, I don't even think a monologue could have solved this. This is a basic storytelling problem. (laughs) We've seen Miranda at work once with those two bitches. Mm. Once go to the UN. And now she and Rain are close enough for her to, like, speak on behalf of the entire organization when she, we know she is, in fact, an intern. Well, we also can't seem to understand the timing of anything. So I right. think she maybe she's been, been doing this maybe for days. longer. Yeah. She could have been there two know. days. She could have been there 18 months. Uh, I, I don't know. So I don't know. But I understand. It was nice to see her have a win. But mm-hmm. much like, um, I feel like there was, oh, the LTW miscarriage storyline last episode. Mm-hmm. It's hard to um emotionally, for me personally, to emotionally connect to someone unless I have built to it. Mm. It feels like there just needed to be more room to breathe. I, I agree with that for the LTW but I'm gl- stuff. But I'm glad it worked for you. I was, Chris, I had full tears. I was just like... Because Miranda's just been fucking humiliated. She's been, like, hit with a bat. Speaking you know, of a watermelon on a cyclone. You know what also, I think, hurts it? The fact that we don't really see the, um, that the date after isn't played with, um, you don't really hear it. Or there mm-hmm. isn't a moment where, um, you really see her enjoy the win. It's not like we cut back to her and she takes it off and, like, looks triumphant. Mm-hmm. Or return, like you know what? Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like I feel like yeah. there are moments in the show where we see the aftermath of the success, mm-hmm. and I felt like okay, if you can't have led me to it, at least show me her like getting praise or 
coming oh. home and like taking her coat off or something and, and just like feeling sighing really and, like, good feeling about happy. it. Like, oh my God, I did it. Mm-hmm. But that I, like, been nice. I thought it was nice to see her on the date with Joy. I like Joy. I don't need to see her again. I'm good. I don't think we'll see Joy again. I don't think that character is like eaten up with charisma, but no. She's beautiful. Gorgeous. All right, let's talk about bottoming. <laughs> so okay. we're still here. We got Giuseppe. Oh my God. Giuseppe. 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 <laughs> we got old Geppetto. Yeah. Um, I am furious. I, we've get, we've been getting too much. <laughs> we've gotten more Giuseppe. I feel like I have seen more Giuseppe than I have LTW. I've definitely seen more Giuseppe than I've seen Naya. Yeah. I feel like I've seen more Giuseppe than I honestly have seen Charlotte. And I'll tell you what made me want to throw up, and I say this as a gay man, was watching them have sex. It was the least sexy. This is With- directed by a gay man. Okay? I, it was so stagnant terrible to look at I, it, I was upset by all the stuff on the nightstand well i think look and here's the thing you know i've said again on like multiple shows and things i don't necessarily want to see you get ready for a like a look i don't need to see like when carrie pops out of her apartment i don't need to see like how she got her hair in crazy buns and into these clothes arrive in your look and that's enough for me mm-hmm. okay I don't need to see a night full of, a night table full of lube. I don't. And shea butter and raw oil. And just like and have to imagine all the different times we've tried to insert it. It's like And also his face. Okay, and right. So the disparity between Giuseppe's I, I, I just feel like if I the how close their faces are, if I looked down and saw someone who was completely seemingly I emotioning between disinterested and in pain. I wouldn't be like moaning about like just like Giuseppe was. He's sick. <laughs> and I don't even know. And then we have him like, I'm going to go back to Rome unless I also, can penetrate you. What? Also, why the fuck would you talk to Charlotte about this? That's, what is, that's, that's like that's talking to me about it. I What am I going to say? I think it is important, though. Like, that is like his bestie. So I don't mind that. The but I just mean, like, what could it. she really add to that conversation? Well, do you the, the conversation? He's not going over to ask her how do I make oh, anal sex work. What was he going to talk to her about? He's talking about. I think he was going to talk about his emotional life and why it's hard for him to like let his boundaries. Like the power down. dynamic. Of course, he wasn't going to go over. He knows how <laughs> anal sex works. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Are you that dumb? <laughs> I would. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't know if Charlotte knows anything about that. We've seen her have ass sex. Maybe she does know more. Who did she have ass sex with? Trey. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um. So she's been penetrated more than he has. So maybe she could give him a few tips. That's true. Um. Yeah, you know, the whole montage at the end was um, really a lot. Just I, with I, everyone. Th- there were parts of I liked it. And I don't know. I guess. And look, having... Not wanting to see Giuseppe again. I'm glad it wasn't like, oh, now Anthony is really enjoying this. So hopefully we can just start up top of season one. Anthony's like, I'm a total top. And Giuseppe's back in Rome. I hope he's back in Rome. Like, I was excited when he said he was going back. I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, we're getting rid of him. Tough, though, to be like, I'm going back to Rome unless I can penetrate you. Yeah, that's not nice. That's a real talk about ultimatums. Yeah. Never never been um, given that one. 
No. That's like, all right. I'd be like, well, get your plane. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Safe travels. Jet blue. Enjoy your mint. Enjoy your mint blue uh, blanket. I'll see you later. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy to see these two go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we've got old Carrie and she wants to let go of expectations. One thing I'll say is I felt like Carrie wasn't doing anything at this party, but like running up and down the stairs to check on the cat. She's very in love with this cat. What do you think that's about? Like, Sarah what is Jessica it trying Parker to like signal? Cats. I don't, I don't, it's nothing. It's nothing. nothing. It's nothing. Cause I didn't know Carrie was like an animal lover. To our knowledge, she was not. But apparently in the interim between the second movie. I mean, the cat is adorable. Sure. It's a very cute cat. Shoe. Sure. Shoe. But I thought, the, I thought, I thought it was cute the name the cat, cat was Kitty. Kitty. I thought that was just lead name the cat Kitty. Yeah, I thought that was cute. I don't know. This is Shoe so is stupid. Cute. Or maybe name it big or small. But just get this cat out of here. Like, I don't need to see, I don't need to see anyone's pets at a dinner party. I don't need to see close up of the cat eating of the food. That made me want to vomit. I was like, okay. And I have a cat and I'm like, I don't need to watch her eat. When I feed dogs, I like turn my head. I'm like, I can't, I can't even smell it. It's like nothing (laughs) to put a close up on. No, I know. It's bad. And so she wants to let go of expectations and get into something new and then. Everyone leaves, and we hear the click-clack of a rock on the window. Nice callback to when she threw rocks at his window. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he's like, I'm coming up. Lisette let me in. Yeah, he's like, the buzzer doesn't work. Like, and, she, okay. and she's like, don't tell Lisette. I'm like, did you sell her this lemon of an apartment? Well, and there's apparently a leak coming well, in through the know, ceiling. Leaks are going to come and go, you know. Look, she apparently got this apartment for a dollar, so she yeah. can fix that herself. <laughs> no, she's got like 50 cents. Um, so Aiden arrives and he's like, she's, do you want to drink? I've got everything. Yeah. And he says, I want a beer. And she's like, I've got red wine. Appreciate, appreciate someone who's not serving beer at a dinner party. Go Carrie. Go Carrie. I also, it reminded me of Gilmore Girls when she's like, would you like a beer, Luke? (laughs) Um, yeah, they're very much dragging him in his beer drinking. Dragging. Country Um, lurch. And look, I like a beer on occasion every now and then. Once or twice a year, like a hot dog, you know? Actually, much mm-hmm. more than that. And we hear this update on Wyatt. We find out he also had done shrooms. Magic mushrooms. Aiden, which I was like, sir, you just <laughs> used the literal scientific term for them. Like, yeah. now you're going to magic mushrooms? He's like, well, I don't even know where he got, got magic mushrooms. magic mushrooms. I'm like, you fucking deadhead. He's a teenager. Shut the fuck up. Just, yeah, he probably got them off of Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> From Instagram. Swipe up. Snapchat. Um, and so he says, I have to stay with him. And Carrie says, for how long? And he says, until he's out of his teens. And then we get into the strangest debate of this episode, which is like six years versus five. It's like his birthday's next. So she's like six years from now. He's like, his birthday is next week. So it'll be more like five. Yeah, that was nuts. And just for, it's so Carrie to be like, what about me? It's like his son is in the hospital. Okay. However... It is literally insane to show up either several hours after or the next day and say that you would like me to wait for you for five years. Insane. This is not, this woman is 56. No, I know. I'm like, she'll be 62 when this all happens. 61. Yeah, I'm like, let's do some basic math there. Well, I was just like, well, you know, I was well, rounding maybe her up. Birth, maybe her maybe birthday. Her birthday is coming, is coming, you know, we don't know. <laughs> 
exactly. Could be five, could be six. You never know. We've yeah. got to get into the nitty gritty there. Is it, is it like six, five years and eight months? I was so upset by I mean, Carrie's willingness to wait. I knew it would be something, as we discussed on Patreon, that they were going to remove him, but then keep him a vi- as a viable inter- interest for the end of this eventual show. Mm-hmm. I did not expect them to put a button on it, like, see you in five years. That was and it wild. really did feel like, I'll see you in five years. Yeah, like, we're not going to see each other. Kathy slam? Slam! Left and right, like, oh she was gosh. always in China. She was always in the UK. Never with her kids. Always with her boyfriend. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, give Kathy a fucking break. Yeah, you probably weren't She's building working. an empire, bitch. What were you doing? Waxing the wood? Because I'm your booth, bitch. Yeah, she got a fucking job, you dumbass. Yeah. She wasn't willing to follow you around with your clunky, She was sick furniture. of the farm, probably. She probably bought that farm, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Well, yeah, you raise your kids. You do the domestic work. Mm-hmm. Don't complain to her. I'll bring home the bacon, bitch. I'm so tired of him. He and you know where she me. is now? Probably at that farm with your children. At the hospital with your children. He probably found the magic mushrooms in some old case of yours under that blue fringe jacket you used to wear. Mm-hmm. And all your pinky rings and He's like, I'm his and- home. I'm his home. I'm like, are you? Because you seem to have left them willy-nilly. Every which way. And then he says, other than my boys, you're the thing. I've been thinking about you every day. Sir, she was not thinking about you. She didn't think about you for one goddamn second. And that's been confirmed by Michael Patrick King, who basically was like, yeah, she was never thinking about him. Like, one of the writers (laughs) was like, I think she thought about Aiden on occasion. And he was like, nope, never. And I'm glad he said that because she didn't. I think that either one way somebody that said was said on the writer's room. Someone's going to come for me. I just thought this was a crazy thing for them to injure. Well, whatever. I mean, the whole show's nuts. Did you like it? The idea of five years? I'm more upset that Carrie was like willing. Like, I wish that she would have said like, I'm not doing that. I love you. But like, I'm not waiting for five years. Then they're rolling around in bed. He leaves the next day. And she says, like, something along the lines of what this between you and I and the Gramercy apartment is real. And I'm like, is it? It feels like a fling, mama. Now, I had wished that the episode had actually ended with Carrie out on that balcony, heartbroken and crying and giving something for Sarah Jessica Parker to do. Like, that she was able to tell the truth, this lie to Aiden, but then she's left in this apartment that she's alone. purchased alone and that we and i even thought like oh my god he's getting into this black town car she's uh, staring down at him what a great parallel to i think it's when big is going to paris in season two and mm-hmm. she's in the window and crying mm-hmm. and it should have been something like and just like that i was here all over again alone yeah. again or something like that's what i thought was going to happen it just when... would have been more emotional yeah, like I thought she was going to come back in from outside looking at the car and like realizing like, oh, like this is my life. Now. Like this is real. This Instead, she's empty, like, gotta go to Greece. I'm like, empty white apartment is my home. And it's something about this show. It has this, um, and this happened in season one. 
it puts you it puts these characters through the ringer and the dramatics and then feels the need in the finale to give them all happy endings and if you want to propel me into another season you know where you don't leave carrie bradshaw on a beach in greece drinking cosmos with sema it just and the ugliest hat i've ever seen that fringy mess i i like that carrie was in her aviators (laughs) it's just like I don't know. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm glad that you know Aiden is. Gone. They're not doing this whole thing. Um, and then, but, she, but but you're right. There's no interest. Right? Carrie doesn't ask any questions. No. Like at no point is does she say, "Okay, what does the five years look like?" Mm-hmm. We have no concept of. Am, are we literally not dating? Are we? Vi- are you and I talking on the phone? Are we staying? Are we um not seeing one another at all? Are we allowed well, to see other people? Like, and maybe those will all be questions we see her grappling with at the beginning of season three. And she'll mm-hmm. sort of be like, wait, I didn't ask any questions. I hope that's what we get. But as of now, it's sort of crazy that, that Seema literally looks at her and is like, so you got five, I got five months, you've got five years. And she's like, well, there'll always be more Cosmos. I'm like, what is this sunny attitude you're having? In the last year, you've lost your husband. You've started dating your ex-boyfriend. He's left you because his son has almost died. Friends have come and gone. Devastating things have happened. And you're just like ordering Cosmos and Greek? Like, who did she speak Greek? She spoke Greek in this episode. How long have they been there? <laughs> On that Coney Island set? Because they definitely didn't fly them to Greece. That was not Greece. That's it CGI. Was... You know, I was hoping that she would then be like, okay, let's go to the Hamptons. Like, I was hoping that's what was going to happen. I'm just disappointed. I just, because she's, she's just letting this man like dictate everything for her. And it's just like, what? You're not going to ask questions. You're not going to be like. Not a one. Nary one. Not like, I mean, I thought for a second in her apartment when they were talking, when she was like, we're back here again. I thought there would be like a little more of her pushing back and being like, I'm not going to wait for I'm you. actually ready now to commit. I'm ready. Right. If they had made that jump of like, I can't believe we're back here again and I'm ready to commit and now you can't. You're not. Instead, it's like, all right, we'll see. We'll see. I know see. he like kissed her head. I'm like, what? And then she has sex with him and we have to see his like white thigh. That big thigh. That KFC thigh. And those nipples. Oh, my God. I know. It just was, it was really a strange, strange choice. I also felt this episode just, um, for a finale, it felt like nothing happened. Because nothing did. And yet everything. What was everything? <laughs> well, like Miranda and the Steve and the Che and the Charlotte and the Anthony Right, that's so the everything before the dinner party. Correct. Right. Um, I feel like we talked about the fashion. Mm-hmm. I did like Carrie's pink cover-up and the callback to her classic aviators on the beach. I thought Seema looked insane. The one thing I did want to note is, is that I thought it would have been a really touching and lovely um, moment had Anthony... So we find out in the last episode that um, Aunt Stanford has become a monk and has bequeathed all of his earthly possessions to Anthony. I thought it would have been really lovely had Anthony shown up in a Stanford-esque suit to dinner and honor him in that sort of space of Carrie's apartment as mm-hmm. a nice callback. I also thought this is the time to deploy a look of Carrie's that we um remember or right. want to see or even call back to. Instead, they mm-hmm. gave us that Black Helena and Bonham Carter <laughs> ga- Met crazy. Gala look. 
It was crazy. She looked by way of Sweeney Todd. She looked nuts. Those leggings. And then what did you think of the men in this one? I I liked Herbert. I thought Harry and Herbert were just, you know, are the, the standouts. Yeah, I'm going to go with her big herbs. Yeah. Every other man was a foot in a mess in some way. Well, I would pick Niall Wallace's man, but he's a monster. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. We don't need to see yeah. him again. No. What would you give this out of 10? What, would we give it like a six? I thought you said you really liked it. <laughs> that thought always starts, Chris. For an episode we didn't like, we sure talked for an hour and 37 minutes. Well, it was the finale, you know. We have no, to give people the do- their due. And there was four minutes of me swatting a bee. Yeah, so I'd say I'd probably give this one probably a six also. It's certainly the best episode of In Just Like That season two, probably. Although I'd have to go back and watch episode three. We really liked that we one. We really liked episode But I can't three. really remember what we liked about it. It was very emotional. what happened in it. Um... Yeah, so I'd give this one a six. What would you rate in Just Like That Season 2 in its totality? There was so much I liked, and yet so much I disliked. Um, honestly, I would give it a seven and a half. Wow. Yeah. I'm a four. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. This one was really tough for me. This It almost broke me at points, where I was like, I don't think I can keep watching this. But I did yeah. it for all of you. And for, and for the girls, you know, as long as they're on TV, mm-hmm. I'm going to show up. But it was a slog sometimes getting through these episodes mul- and watching them tough. multiple times. I was going to say that was the <laughs> toughest part. It's the, the, like, second watch. I was like, yeah. okay. Sometimes I had to give them a third because I was like, that can't be <clears throat> what I saw. Yeah. I know. But we did survive it. And most importantly, we survived it together. You know, there's a great quote. We're all walking each other home. And mm-hmm. I think we walked each other home through and just like that season two. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of us, and I can't wait to get to season six and get back into sanity and liking MPK. I hope. Yeah, I hope he takes be, a long, hard look. I might be forever changed, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to take a real hard look at the man in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, he does. And make some changes. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we get back to Season 6, Episode 5, Lights, Camera, Relationship. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can support us by joining Patreon and follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram, and I'm at Take Your Loft on Twitter. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.